0: So, the subtopic, well, the topic for today under the theme of blind spots is look at what really matters. You have to look at what really matters. And we're going to go ahead and get straight into the word. So, we're coming from Matthew's. And I do want to give honor to my senior pastor and his family, my first lady and my godchildren. I want to give honor to my husband, PT, and my children, and all those, all the elders, all the ministers, all those in their respective places. I'm grateful. I'm thankful for all those that joined the call this morning. You could have went anywhere. And so we're grateful for it to have you this morning. Amen. Okay, so we're going to get started. And so verse eight, it says, so when even was come, I'm going to read it. Okay. So when even was come, the Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, call, call the laborers and give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they came, that were hired about the 11th hour, they received every man a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And they likewise received every man a penny. And when they have received it, they murmured against the good man of the house. Saying, these last have wrought but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden." in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, friend, I do thee no wrong. Does not thou agree with me for a penny? Take Take that thine is and go thy way. I will give unto this last, even unto thee. It is not lawful for me to do what I will with my own. Is that I evil? because I am good, and our last verse 16, so the last shall be first, and the first last, for many be called, but few chosen, amen, and I apologize, I didn't say stand for the reading of the word, I apologize, so let's get started, we are talking about, look at what really matters, and we're dealing with the blind spots, if you can put up the definition for blind spot, real um quickly please so just remember we're talking about you know an area that is not able to be seen either due to its location outside the field of vision or due to some physical obstruction or defect in one's vision so i want you to remember this definition specifically with the defect in one's vision so here we're at verse eight and it starts off by saying so when even was come the lord of the vineyard said unto his his steward. So I'm going to give you some backstory. Verse starting at verse one through seven, you know, God starts off and I'm going to just read a little bit. So, and I didn't give these scriptures, but I just want to read a little bit. So, chapter 20, verse one, it says, For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is in a householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. So, we understand that God uses parables. To help, you know, those in the kingdom to bring, you know, to push a point, to encourage, you know, to help us have better understanding. And so God is using this as, you know, so I want you to remember this is compared to being in the kingdom, but even in just realizing, you know, about being labors. So God is saying we are laborers. We are all children, you know, He's saying the children of God. He's speaking to the children of God. And so in verses two through seven god went out you know it said he went out early and and so verse two says and when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day he sent them into his vineyard and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and he said unto them go ye also in the vineyard and whatsoever is right i will give you and they went their way and so god you know he continued to go back out and you know those that were idle you know, that those were labors, he said, okay, what you agree to, all right, go into the vineyard work, and that's what, you know, and I'll pay you what you agree to, and so, verse seven, before we get to verse eight, it says, they said unto him, because no man hath hired us, he said unto them, go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that ye shall receive, so that is the last group, so then here we at verse eight, so when even was come, so God is saying, when, the time was done when the evening, when the shift was over, when, you know, all the laborers, when it was time for all the laborers, he sent his steward and he called, he said, call the laborers and give them their hire. And what we have to understand is we are all laborers. And it's going to make sense as we go on, but we are all laborers. Amen. And we have to, and it says, and give them their hire meaning give them their pay beginning from the last unto the first. So God just chose to switch it up. He said beginning from the last because he went out if you know throughout the story, he went out different hours seeing those who were idle, seeing those, you know, who were looking for work, who needed work. And he said, "Okay, come on. Whatever you agree to." And as that is in comparison even with us in realizing in, you know, in the kingdom God calls each and every one of us different times from different places, but we really have to say, okay, he's calling all of us to work. And, and we think about, okay, this being that is in our eye, because the being that is in our eye has been, you know, obstructing the view of us to look at what really matters. Okay. And so As the steward called the laborers and they gave them the hire, beginning from the last unto the first. God just said, okay, those that I picked up last, start with them. So let's go to verse nine. And it says, and when they came that were hired about the 11th hour, they received every man a penny. So these are those that were hired at the end. And they received every man a penny. That's what they agreed on. So that's what they received. You know, they said, okay, hey, we worked. We agreed on this. This is what we're going to receive. And you even just the simplicity of them saying, okay, I'm going to receive what we're, you know, I'm going to receive what you said. I worked. I'm going to receive it. And that's what they did. Okay. Go to verse 10, please. So it says, but when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. So let's talk about the first. And this is where we get the beam, you know, with that beam, where we're comparing, looking, because, you know, from our, the foundation scripture of in Luke talks about the beam and the moat. So it's like this comparison. Well, looking at pointing the finger, but we're supposed to be looking at ourselves. So it says, but when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And here is where those blind spots that we're not dealing with mess up our vision and get us off track of what really matters. Because those that first came, they've been working. And it says they supposed, so they just perceived. And, you know, we've been discussing about even, you know, that being those blind spots, it can really obstruct your perception, obstruct your, you know, your view, your way of thinking and how you look at things and how you look at a matter. And they just started thinking that they should have received more, you know, so it's this entitlement, even in the kingdom, you know, we, that's why we have to, you know, deal with these blind spots because it's causing us in the midst of working. We are laborers, we're willing to work. So it's not that You know, we're someone that's not in position, not doing what we're supposed to do. We were working. We've been working. But because we're not dealing with these blind spots, we're not dealing with these things, you know, that God, you know, that have defected our view, that have defected our perspective. We've allowed, you know, those things to turn and twist our perspective. So when we were in the beginning, you know, just imagine, it's like, okay, hey, I'm fine working. I've been working, I was working early, perfecting my skill, getting you know getting my work done, doing what I'm supposed to do, staying focused you know I don't know if they could have been playing music they could have been singing songs they could have you know been doing hey they' like but we're gonna work we're in here and as people came on, okay, we're still working but somewhere along the line it's like okay, wait a minute, not dealing with these blind spots so now, my perspective i believe i'm entitled the pride that's in me like okay i should receive more and the reality is when this is if we have this mindset right now we have to look at okay those blind spots are dealing with and we've been talking about the blind spots in the beam is really to help us look at our motives why are we doing what we are doing why or why are you doing what you're doing like what is your motives are you doing it just to say that you're doing it? Are you doing it to be seen? Are you doing it because you think you're going to get so much more out of it? You know, did you give God your yes? Why are you saying, okay, I, I, I am going to do this God, for you. I am going to, I said, yes. Okay, finally, I'm going to do the will of God. Finally. Okay. I'm going to follow the instructions. You said, I am going to do this job. I am going to do that in my career. I am going to switch. I am going to do this. I'm going to be open to what you say. I I'm going to pray. But is it because you want to get more? Are you looking to receive more? Are you really content with saying, okay, this is what I said I was going to do. I, I'm, are we, so we really have these blind spots. We have to look at, are you content with working? Are you content with working? Period. Are you content with being a laborer, being a laborer in the kingdom, being someone that God is saying, at my disposal and, you know, you're doing this. I called you to do that. Now I want you to shift and do this. Are you really content? And these blind spots have, you know, we have not dealt with the discontentment that's in the kingdom, that's in the body of Christ. Speaking on me, you know, really dealing with, okay, wait a minute. Am I content with just working? Being a laborer, okay. I said this is what I said, and so it says, So they suppose that they should have received more, and it's just about you know making sure that what we are thinking, our perspective, even regarding towards God, because see, this is the comparison, the parable is like, Okay, okay, God, what is my perspective towards those I'm working with? You know, you, you you got this one coming in the kingdom. You got this, you got that. You're doing this over there. You know, wait a minute, God, I've been working. And it says, and they likewise received every man a penny. So they thought that they should receive more. And we have to be honest to say, sometimes I thought I would receive more. I know i said it. I thought I should receive more that's and you I have to deal with that blind spot I really thought I should receive more I'm not saying that they should not receive anything see we always harp on those that be like "Mm -mm." you know cut them to the core you know uh, cut them off and you know don't give them nothing Mm -mm. we're sophisticated with these blind spots that God is coming after you know because we're like no I do want them to have and, you know, be like, see, God bless you. You want, you want them to have, but in that real, that realness. Yeah. I want them to have because I expect that I'm going to get more. See, that's that blind spot. You know, that that pride, that, you know, that twisted way of thinking that perspective in those blind spots that, you know, shifted your motives and you just say, okay, God, I gave you my yes. And this is what it is. God, regardless What's going on over here? What's going on over there? Not saying that you don't care that things are going on. Not saying that you are not, you know, saying, okay, I am concerned about the kingdom of this as a whole, but mm -mm, regardless of the amount of work, the less, whatever they agree to, I don't know. But what I know for this one, I got to focus in on and not, you know, and look at what really matters regarding what I agree on and what the work I'm supposed to do. That's why we got to clean out these blind spots because the blind spots will mess up our motives, you know, and God is really helping us. I know God is really helping me like checking motives. and, you know, it can be a humbling experience because you can be like, well, I do mean well. Yes, we might do. Yes, you do mean well. I believe you do mean well. But somewhere along the line, it's something that ha- you have to really check yourself in the face what's your motives and it's okay it's not saying that it's always gonna be bad but that's why you like I have to say okay P even simple me calling somebody what's your motives don't do this just to say oh yeah they can't say I didn't call them or so maybe you know my pastor pick up yeah I called somebody no simply because you want to just check on someone if don't nobody say anything if don't nothing gets said, if you know, if the conversation never comes up, it should. It should still. You should still have a delight, excitement about your labor. Like, okay, I genuinely made that uh, that that you know that call just because my motives. So that's how you check your motives. Like, what's my motive in doing this? And it's not saying. Now, this is a disclaimer. I'm not giving an excuse to say because we do this too. Well, because my motive's not right, I'm not going to do it. No. See, that's what we're dealing with these blind spots. You still need to do it. <laughs> but we need to do it with right and pure motives. That God can be glorified. So that the kingdom, you know, can grow. So God can, you know, be pleased. Because he's looking for us as laborers. He's needing all of us, right? But so that's not an excuse to just step back and be like, okay, well, I'm not going to do it because, you know. I'm not, it's just, you know, cause I know I'm not really wanting to do it. No, we gotta, that's why we like, okay, check myself. Okay, look, get yourself together, get yourself together, you know, and God will help you to make sure that your motives stay right. If you, if you genuinely say, okay, God, help me with my motives. He'll do little things. He'll be like, okay, if you're going to do that, you don't don't say anything like, you know, he'll make sure that, okay, your motives are right in what you're doing. So, and it says, and they likewise received every man a penny. And let's go to verse 11. Sorry, I got my water bottle. And it says, and when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house. Lord help us. So, and when they have received it. So here's a couple things that's going on. We will receive the blessing. We will receive it, but then we're going to, in the same moment, we are going to murmur against the good man of the house and against God, against the things of God, against what, you know, God is doing, the act that provided the actual blessing. That provided the actual, you know, production of the labor that we've done. When God does some things and he's like, okay, hey, here it is. We receive it and then we murmur and then we'll murmur. And I really want to get into about murmur because, you know, when we talk about murmur, because it says, and they murmured against the good man of the house. And, you know, dealing with these blind spots, blind spots. Because it's distorting our perspective, blind spots will distort your speech. They murmured after receiving the blessing, after receiving an increase. How many of us have murmured after receiving an increase? And I want to go into murmur. It talks about grumbling. You know, we know, okay, grumpy, but let me talk, let me, as I was studying a definition that really stuck with me, that hurt my feelings, is discontently, discontently, complain Discontently means restless, unhappy. We will receive the blessing. We will receive the increase. And in the same moment, you will find us restlessly unhappy against who gave the manifestation, like who gave the increase. And because God is comparing this to God, we don't want to say, it, but yeah, we do that with God. Whatever, you know, God, I agree to this. You agree to this. What I agree to may be different from what you agreed to, but we have some things that we agreed to, and there are some things that we receive. What, what I receive, you know, you receive, I receive. But then it says we're going to have restless, unhappy, and these blind spots. So I really want us to look at if you find, you know, say, okay, dealing with these blind spots. Oh, I don't know if I have blind spots. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself restlessly unhappy, you find yourself discontently complaining, you have blind spots. You have a defect in your speech. Those blind spots have defected your speech. Because this sentence, soon as they received it, they murmured. They were discontently. You know, those blind spots we haven't to deal with because, and it's hard, because the truth is And like I mentioned before, that's that discontent. The saints are discontent. Discontent with a smile. Discontent with a praise. Discontent still doing things, doing the work, but discontent. It says discontently complain. In a complaint, the complaining that I, you know, I was looking up complaining. It's an uneasiness a resentment, a censor, or grief. How many of us receive the blessing, but we're still resentful? You're resentful and holding on to the increase. You got the increase. You wanted that. That is what you agreed on, but you're resenting it. You're resenting this situation. You're resenting where you are right now. We are resenting it, even though it's an increase that we have in our lives. And the blind spot's has distorted our view, and we're forgetting to look at what really matters that we're not realizing where we are right now is an increase. Where we are right now is a step up from where we were. And this is something that we asked for, but we find ourselves resenting it. We find ourselves being uneasy about it. So, you know, when you're uneasy about something, Every little thing is going to bother you. Every little thing, you know, it's just the, it's, it's a snowball effect when you're uneasy, when you find yourself, you know, being in that place of resentment and grief. So many, it's a snowball. The complaint, you know, is, and it's not just a, oh, well, I'm not saying, oh, forget them. And just, you know, two fingers, forget them. And, you know, or because we think complaint have to be harsh no a complaint doesn't have to be harsh that's why i want to go over it's an uneasiness a resentment you can resent and still you know be in the middle of taking the increase because they received it but as they're holding on to it and see to receive it means they took hold of it we're taking hold of things but still find ourselves resenting against what God is trying to do against, because it said against the good man of the house. And that is in the parable of God with the kingdom, what God is trying to do in the kingdom, how he is using us to build the kingdom, how he's pushing, pressing the things, the fruits that he's trying to develop in us to grow us for the kingdom. That's what these blind spots, when we, you know, forget what really matters, when we forget and we're looking at the wrong thing, we are focusing on the wrong thing instead of just being. All right, let's go to verse 12. And it says, saying these last have wrought but one hour. So. Those that murmured, you know, had that uneasiness, that resentment, they were, they're saying this, those laborers that came in the beginning saying, saying these last have walked, but one hour, and you know, what means to make, to produce. So look at us, you know, we at times can say, okay, wait, those, the, lo- the ones that came last that, you know, were producing, but for one hour. And it says, and thou has made them equal unto us. Look at that cry that, okay, wait a minute. Why are they? So we are now looking at, because someone, you know, got paid the same. It means, okay, they're equal to us. For one, we're looking at the wrong thing. I've been there too. We're looking at the wrong thing. You know, for one, it's okay for others to be equal with us. We're in the body of Christ, right? But yes, we're all called to do different things. So we all have a part to play. But it's saying, and and so that's why we can't, you know, these blind spots, it get us distracted on what really matters. And we're looking at, and so, and even when it talks about, you know, what, like I said, the foundation scripture about the beam and the moat, you want to talk about the, They work for but one hour. Okay, how do we know you didn't take about 20 breaks throughout the day? How do I know that your work and, you know, even with this blind spots, we're talking, you know, they've been, even with the emotional, you know, blind spots, we've been dealing with quantity over quality. How do we know just because you were there all day that that was actually quality work? But we can get so... Well, you know, they just came in, you know, like what you still looking at somebody else. They only did one hour. That one hour could have been a power hour. You know, that one hour of labor. But we want to compare. And that's why we're looking at the wrong thing. You want to compare and say, well, they only just did this in this time. So how are you going to try to make them equal unto us? Like, how dare you like? God, how are you going to do that? You want to, you know, bless them like that guy. You, you want to do that for them. God, you see me over here in the trenches, still working, struggling, trying to maintain, do it all. And you go ahead and deliver them out. And I'm still here in the trenches, struggling, trying to, you know, barely keep my head above the water, floating, doing all, doing a doggy paddle, doing all I can. Like we, but it's like, you know, but They just in that one little situation that they had, but you see all the situations I have and I feel like you delivered them and brought them through already. And they see, you know, the light and they, they at the end, and I'm, I'm still not at the end yet. Like we'll do those kind of comparisons. And so, and it's like, has made them equal unto us. And that's the, that's the wrong mindset. That's the wrong focus. You know, it says, these last have wrought but one hour and thou has made them equal. Like these dealing with these blind spots is causing us to humble ourselves because we all have blind spots that have we have to deal with and we have to really reshift and get our focus on what really matters. Like, okay, look at what really matters. It doesn't matter if they only work one hour. You know, like you have to look at, okay, if you did all day and you know your work was quality work, Look at how much experience you can say you have for the next, you know, thing that God wants to do, use you in. Okay, God, I had this much. Or God's like, okay, they, I can see they got that endurance. So, boom, I'm going to place them here. And it's not knocking the person that did one hour. He may be tra- he's trying to build them up. You know, so God is very intentional. You know, we've talked about this before. God is very intentional. And he can do how he pleased with the kingdom, with his people. We are all laborers, but we take it upon ourselves because we think we're doing this in this position. Okay, so that means, wait, what you doing over there with them, God? That's that beam and that moat, like, wait, God, what you doing with them? Like, how come, so what, does that mean we equal? Why are we worried about if we equal or not? Should we not be thankful? Okay. We got our pay. Come on, let's keep, let's keep grinding, let's keep going. We got our pay. All right. Maybe we can see each other on the next, you know, how God gonna use us next. And what else, you know, the next assignment, the next thing. Like that, that should be the when we get clean from these blind spots, but that's why we still got to say, okay, what why are we comparing? Why are we, you know, still trying to compare? Say, wait a minute. I want, but I, I don't want them to have more than me. Like that's that's the wrong mentality to have. And that's what these blind spots are causing, you know, just that, just that resentment and just the complaining. And it says, which have borne the burden in the heat of the day. So remember how I said, you know, with the blind spot, it can, you know, distort our view to where it defects our speech. Look at this. It says, which have borne the burden. So I want to go over the definition of, you know, when it says I have borne the burden, it's just talking about, okay, this burden that the work and the heat. And so the burden, the heaviness. So I want to talk about this. So it talks about, you know, heavy, being heavy and just having this trouble and this weight. But I thought this was something that we agreed to, right? I thought this was something that you said yes to. You said yes. You wanted this. You wanted that. You wanted that position. I wanted this. This is what we wanted. But we find ourselves in our speech saying it's so heavy. It's a burden. It's troublesome. See, that's those blind spots. Bringing out our real speech, how we feel about this where we are, how we really feel about this thing that we said we were okay with. And the blind spots have defected our speech. They're saying now mind you they're saying this still knowing that they are taking hold of the increase which have borne because we have worked you know we in that heaviness the trouble so it, it was trouble. The heaviness but we don't, you know, account for the blessings along the way. But when we want to talk about it, we're so focused on the heaviness, the trouble that is caused, that the trouble that it is. And so can you imagine? Okay, think about something being, you know, a burden, being a weight, because you know, even to born means to care. So we have to look at even in us in the kingdom. What God is all you know us all of us being laborers, what we are to carry, what I'm carrying and what you're carrying. You look at what you're carrying as trouble. You look at it as you know weight and it's heavy, and even though God's you know God is saying okay the the yoke that we're supposed to carry you know it's not it's not it's not supposed to be like like that. But the work that we are doing, we're saying that it's trouble. So these are things. So we're carrying this. So, okay, okay, so listen, they, they said burden and heat. Oh, those two combinations. Heaviness, weight with heat. Mm, that that got us really like, okay, you add on heat to What I'm carrying, it's already heavy, God. It's already, you know, troublesome, God. But now, you know, the pressure, you know, the pressure is intensifying now again. Like, you're going to add that intensity to me having to carry this heaviness, me having to carry this. Because the, the way I really feel about it, I feel that it is trouble. I'm having to carry this. I'm having to hold, you know, bear this. Plus, you're starting to heat things up. Putting that pressure, you know, that heat because God is, you know, refining us, building us, helping us. So it's necessary for that heat for us. You know, even dealing with these blind spots, God is wanting to help perfect things, help, you know, push us to be better laborers for him, you know, to just be better, better children of God in the kingdom, our lifestyles to be overall better at its best. Not saying that we are perfect, but to say, okay, God, you know, He's like, I want my children better. I want them. So He's putting that, you know, so we're saying, okay, that heat, that pressure, plus I feel this trouble of the day. So this is what we as laborers are saying. And go to verse 13. And it says, but He answered one of them and said, friend, I do be no wrong. Does not thou agree with me for a penny? You know, God is so, I, you know, I. he is so, he is so amazing. Like his words and how he even used parables and how he even just wants to bring home, you know, a lesson and teach us like his life friend. I do be like, so, you know, the, And this is the story. So this is, you know, the head person said, friend, I do thee no wrong. This thou not agree with me for a penny. Y'all, this hurt me because and it's good. I agree to this. I agree to this. This is what this is saying. You agree to this. God did no wrong. I'm here to tell you this morning, God did no wrong. You agree to that. To that, what you're, you agree to it. I agree to it. God is not in the wrong. He's saying, friend, like, I did no wrong. God is not after us to try to, you know, prove that we are, you know, like, God is not our enemy god is not in the wrong and with these blind spots let's be honest it feels like i feel like you are in the wrong like wait a minute this right here wait a minute you know I, i don't think it's measuring up it's not adding up right you know we the checks and balances we we like to do those things the blind and so But that's, and it's, and I'm not saying things should not be balanced, but that's the problem. Blind spots, because the view is defected. You know, you're not being able to see the whole picture really for what it really, you know, the, a clear, you know, a clear view, a clear perspective about it. Some things can look like, oh man, I do feel like you're in the wrong. I'm scared to tell you to your face or in prayer. Oh, I might say, Jesus, I don't know, that didn't seem fair. You will say something like that, but God, I feel like you were in the wrong. I'm not saying maybe somebody did, you know, hey, I know because we do want to be free with God, but it's like, okay, God, I'm not going to just be going around like he in the wrong. But our, how we, how we, our murmuring, our, you know, that discontent, that resentment, that is what is reflecting these blind spots. That is distorting and deterring, you know, defecting our speech. That is what it is reflecting that we are saying he is in the wrong. And it says, did not thou agree with me for a penny? We have to remember, we agreed for this. We agreed with this. This is something we agreed to. I don't know what you agreed to. I know what I agreed to. And these blind spots, God is wanting to have us deal with them because we have to walk out what we agreed to. Because we agreed to it. So if you, you know, and if we really step back and say, "Okay, you know what? I did agree. I agree to this. I agree to this. Because and you know what? You might be like, you might say, well, I didn't know all this was going to happen. I get it. But. When you keep taking the increase and keep taking, say, okay, oh yeah, that feel good. I like that. You know, this work. Okay. Cause I'm working, I'm sharpening, you know, my skills. Okay. I get to put you on my resume, you know, those kind of things. Like, okay, you're going to remember me for the next job. Right. Like when you think of like, okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. But see when other factors start coming in, then that's when it's you, we forget what we agreed to. You, you agreed. You said, yes. You said, God, be pleased. God. Okay. God, if this is the way God, okay. God, I want I'm a, I'm a follow your instructions. God, I'm going to do it this way. God, if this is what you said, God, you said I'm built for this. I can take this. Okay. God, like we all, you know, we all have said these things. Okay. But we, and we've said some general things, but you still agreed to it because it was okay for you when it was feeling good and when you felt like you was on top. But when you feel like, oh, uh, wait a minute, how, you know, wait a minute, I'm not getting more from this. Like, I thought I was really going to, you know, get more out of this. Like, so this is it. But this is what you agreed to. And you know, we have to really say, okay, God, when it was you and me, God, this is what you said. I said, okay, this is what's gonna happen. We have to remember, like, I I, I was okay with it. I was okay with it until the rubber meets the road, until you know, I was okay with it for that day, that second day, that third day, but when It's still going. Wait a minute. You know, like we do those kind of things. Wait, why am I still here? Because you agreed to it. Because you took the increase from that very thing. And the increase can be, it, it can look, the manifestation of how it looks can be different. You know, it's not for this, you know, it's saying for a penny. This is what you agreed for. You agreed to do that. You know, like I agreed okay, I am going to, you know, I'm homeschooling my children. I I agree to that. So now, and it sounded good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Okay. I can, I can do this, you know, wait a minute. I can have that flex, you know, flexibility, maybe so, but the nitty gritty of some things. Okay. You're going to have to stay on, you know, your lessons, you got to stay on, making sure, you know, this, these testing, like the testing coming up, they got to be ready for that. You know, you got to make sure you ordering that, you staying on top of that, you doing that, like the nitty gritty. Okay. You are homeschooling when it's a break, you, you still don't have no break, but that's what I agreed to. So now I, I, you know, I can't go and be like, Man, like, wait a minute, how come, how come they, you know, a work day, they out, you know, they get to go, you know, have lunch and all that. I got to wait because I'm technically still teaching, you know, this, this is what I agreed to. I'm just giving you a, you know, like, this is what I agreed to. And, you know, and, and, and I really had to, some things, even with that, like, okay, it, it sounded good. But the ends and out of it, like what what you really have to do, am I still agreeing to it? You know, yes, God, because that's what I agree to. So I can't, you know, be just saying, well, God, why you, why I got to do this? Why I got to do that, Lord? Why, why I got to be so hard now, Lord? Why? This is what I agree to. So help us, Lord. All right, I'm sorry, I'm gonna move on, I'm gonna move on. How's my time, how's my time? Okay, okay, okay. All right, so let's go to verse 14. So, here we go. It says, take that thine is, and go thy way. I will give unto this last, even as unto thee. I told y'all, God is so funny, like his words, He know how to just cut you like, and you just like, what? He said, take that thine is and go that way. And so that is a word for us. The word is, take what is yours and go your way. Because Lord help me, Jesus, because that's what he told me. So I just want to share it. Take what is yours and go your way. It says, I will give unto this last, even as unto thee. He's going to continue to do, and he's and see, God doesn't owe us an explanation, but he said, Okay, I'm going to give unto this last, even as unto thee. This is what you agreed to, this is what they agreed to. I'm going to do for them just as I'm doing for you. And these blind spots that being you know, like, well, what's going on? You so focused, what's going on? That's why we. We losing focus. We're not looking at what really matters. Oh, but what they, what are they, what are they about to get, God? What, what you about to give them? You know, are you about to let up on them? What about me? You know, like just take what is yours and go your way, and keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's gonna keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. And, it's, and like I said, he said, I will give unto this last, even as unto thee. So he said, okay, I'm going to give unto the last, even as I gave unto you. All right. Next scripture. He's like, is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? He's posing this question. And the good man and even God dealing with the kingdom, dealing with us as his laborers. He's like, is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own, with my own people, with my kingdom? Can I not do what I choose to do? Like I'm in law. Like God is like, I'm a just God. I'm just, this is what you agreed to. That is what I gave you. This is what they agreed to. That is what I like the principle, he's like, listen, I'm not letting up on my principles. This is what you agreed to. This you like, you know, that's what in the Bible, you know, it talks about let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Like these, this is what you agreed to, right? Okay. And them as well. So when you get into the, well, you know, all the excuses, well, let me not get ahead of myself. But so it's just saying that, this is my own Like We want to control. We still want to have control over what God is saying is his. We do not have control. God is in control. We have to allow God to do what he's going to do the way he's going to do it. We have a problem with the timing. We have a problem with the place. You know, we have we have so many issues, resentment, these blind spots. These are things that we have to deal with. So now God is, excuse me, God is asking us, is thy eye evil? Because I am good. He is good. There is no question about that. And when we're dealing with the beam in our eye, these blind spots, you guys, we have to be honest. I. It's caused our. eye to be evil. And it's not just about saying. Oh we're looking at. And this is not saying. Oh you're looking at perverted things. You know looking at things. No. But your mindset. Is evil. Remember we just said earlier. Okay so what you. You want them to be equal with me. I thought I was getting more. Like. That's a mindful, a, a mind, an evil mindset. That's not an evil is not saying. And so, and, and see, we can be extreme. And that's why we like, no, not evil. Because, you know, I, I was like evil, Jesus, evil. Evil is not saying, oh, okay, you got to have a, a ax. Or, you know, like you got to just want to cut somebody off, you know, and like I said, and they not get anything. No, you want them to get paid, but you just don't want them to get paid as much as you do. That's that's still a a mind, a, you know, the mindset of evilness like because it's a, it's the wrong perspective. You it's the wrong focus. You should, okay, God, if you see, if you deem they they need to be free before me, their family getting saved before mine. They got, you know, they got the career they chose before me and I'm holding on. Okay, God, you know, they got the family, you know, they get married. They, they be, they know who they are. They confident. They, before me, like, we in this. Okay, let me keep my focus so I can keep doing the labor that I'm supposed to do. So it's like, is that I evil? And these blind spots have created evilness in our perspective in our mindsets, in our motives, these blind spots have created this evilness. Is reflecting evil. Is reflecting evil in our speech because it is not a speech of gratitude. It's not speech of thanksgiving. Like, think about even when it, He said, you know, we received it. You know, when he paid the first, he said, you know, they received it and then murmured. It didn't say they received it. and said, thank you. How many times have we not said thank you? Thank you, God, for this increase. Thank you, God. Because I, you know, despite how I'm feeling right now, I was at some point believing you for this. This was a prayer request. I did want to do this. You did, you know give me a, you know, you did do this for me. You did provide me the opportunity to be able to, you know, teach my children that I wanted that kind of flexibility. I wanted to give my son the individual teaching that, you know, is best for him. That is what I wanted. God, you did do it. Did I say, thank you. Like they didn't say thank you. So, you know, that's even just this, you know, okay. The mindset of, um, evil mindset not you know and that's what i'm saying not showing your gratitude for what god is doing even in the increase being thankful it says because i am good so because there is no question that god is good there's no question that the good man that you know he didn't break any laws it was his what he was doing he paid everybody he, he, he followed the agreements that he had with everyone. So what's the problem? Amen. Okay. So let's go to verse 16. And we're going to end it up. it. so it said, and so the last shall be first and the first last for many be called, but few chosen. And here, you know, we've done this scripture but God, you know, God is just saying, OK, so the last should be first and the first last. He can switch it up. We are all laborers in the kingdom. And if he chooses to make the last first and the first last, that is what he chooses to do. But we just have to. But I, I do want us to be encouraged to know that. He's still, you know, going to do the increase for he did the increase for all of those, the last in the first we all going to get the increase we're all going to get what we agreed to for it says for many be called but few chosen and so this is where we really need to focus because for many many be called but few chosen and even as this is a parable for regarding the kingdom like god is saying you know salvation is for everybody but a few of us because of these blind spots and the self deception that we are in this you know consistent you know um circle, you know, cycle of self-deception of like, okay, no, I don't have any blind spots, like not dealing with like, okay, I'm the victim. It's everybody else. That cycle will cause us to miss the kingdom, will cause us to miss what God is trying to do with our salvation for really being saved, sold out, walking it out. That's what he's saying for many be called. He's saying this, we're all called but few chosen. So we have to deal with these blind spots. We have to deal with, and you know, look at what really matters to remember what really matters as we are laborers so that we can reap what God is doing in the kingdom, in our salvation to really be saved, to really be sold out, to say, God, be pleased with my walk. And then even as it relates to God using this parable as saying, okay, you know, actually laboring in the vineyard and, you know, those that were on different shifts. So it's saying for the last should be first and the first last, like I said, they all still got what was due to them. It said, for many be called, but few chosen. Think about even how, when we were seeing. so, okay, go back, you know, how we think about the verses earlier where they took what was due to them, right? The first ones that were there and then they started immediately having that discontently, you know, complaint Complaining. So, if you're doing that as a laborer, as someone that's working on site, do you believe, you know, the supervisor on their next project? Do you think they're going to be the that you're going to be the first one they call? No, because remember, you we did all that complaining, we did all that murmuring, we weren't satisfied, we were busy, you know, and that's why it's like you we lose focus we lose, you know, We got to look at what really matters. Okay. God is building me in this while I'm working. God, you know, think about all that you're able to gain through where you are right now, through what you're doing. Okay. I'm gaining this, I'm gaining that. And this is still about discipline because, you know, the lack of discipline will make us feel like, oh, but I'm losing so much, you know, I'm losing this. And don't get me wrong. It is a healthy there are some healthy losers you know there are some things that it is good for us to lose so i'm not saying you know losing things or letting go of things you know it cannot be good but you know we can have our you know when those blind spots distort our view to say oh i'm losing this or i I don't get this i'm not able to do that there's so much that i lack but what is it that you're gaining that's why with these blind spots It deter us from really looking at what matters. What are you gaining? What are you? How is God increasing you right now? What are some things God is building in you? And that, and regarding that discipline, discipline will make you focus on what you're gaining. How you know what? How how you're growing right now? What God is doing? What He is adding to you? Versus what you can't have, what you can't do. You know what what you lack. What what you losing? What you had to. You know so. Look at what it is that God is doing right now and look at what really matters. And because God is, you know, because even with this, because it says, but many be called but few chosen and even with speaking with discipline and I'm going to end this, but God did speak this to me and I want to share it with you guys. You know, God is building our discipline, even with this, dealing with the blind spots, dealing with this thing of blind spots. God is building our discipline. He is tightening it up It that the blind spots have distracted and distorted our view to really, for us to really see where we have used excuses to cloak the defect in our discipline and the excuses of letting ourselves off the hook, the excuses of, you know, putting up a front of, you know, having a cover up. So make sure even with these blind spots, as God is dealing with us with these blind spots. Make sure that our discipline, you know, is not deterred, is not defected, because these blind spots have been defecting our discipline. And it's been using excuses that seem valid, but those excuses have not been helping us build in our discipline. So amen. So that is all I have. Um, and again, like I said, look at what really matters. Let's deal with these blind spots and you know let's all keep our focus. You know I want to encourage all of us to keep our focus and to keep in the forefront what really matters.